0: Hello, world. Welcome to the Marriage in Transition podcast. What's up, guys? Sean and Lynette here, and we're just so excited that you joined us today. This podcast is all about creating connection through uncontrollable change, and it's based on our book, Marriage in Transition. And, you know, we love listening to your perspective and your reviews, and so we have one, and this one is from... The reader, okay, and the reader says, "I love that name." Yeah, I love that name too. That that I guess they read a lot of books. Yeah, uh, love this book. It goes into great detail of how important transitions are in marriage. It also gives wonderful suggestions. Get this book.
1: Okay, so I, I agree. <laughs> Get this book.
0: Ditto. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, today, guys, we're going to talk about leadership in the relationship. Um, how can husbands and wives collectively take action to accomplish their dreams? Um, and this right here is a big deal for us.
0: Is this the third one? Your your favorite, third favorite I, topic? I,
1: uh, You know, I give up. I like the whole, the book. whole book. I like yeah. every podcast the episode. Oh, uh, so we really, really, really want you guys to take advantage of this one. Are you ready, Lynette? I think I am. Okay, then let's, let's go. go. Listen, guys, want to lead off with this thought. Marriage doesn't achieve greatness on autopilot. Really? Yep. Dang it. It takes a lot of work. <laughs> um, Dang it. You can't passively sit by and expect to have a great marriage. Mm. just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Right? It takes work, mm-hmm. but it takes smart work. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. Um, as a team in, in, in your relationship both people need to initiate a leadership muscle. Yes. Right? And leadership is something, though, that's developed over time. And so as we're thinking about um, your financial plan, it requires effort on both individuals' part, right? You're working together as a team um, to build a healthy financial future. You're going to need both people to participate and to exercise leadership, uh, parenting your children, uh, planning for the future, date nights, yeah, all of it, it requires effort on both parts.
0: But I don't think people equate a great marriage with self-leadership.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: I don't think people, some people, I'm not saying all, but I don't know if people really equate the two.
1: Yeah. I, I will say, you know, to that, if you're not healthy individually, then it's going to hinder the marriage collectively. Right. And so part of our drive Uh, for life Mm -hmm. part of our drive and ambition and goals they they're self-motivated we need to start um, by evaluating our own selves rather than always focusing in on what the spouse is not doing Mm. Mm -hmm. you got to focus on (laughs) your own leadership because here's the thing that I learned and this was really big this was a turning point for me
0: okay
1: in a lot of our marriage transitions I was upset with you because you weren't responding the way that i wanted you to i sometimes needed a certain level of empathy and i wanted you to help me a certain way i wanted you to to, you know uh, respond sexually a certain way i wanted you to you know help me a certain way and i know i sound like a broken record right there but the truth was i was so focused on what you weren't doing that i was lacking Right, the accountability on my own life mm-hmm. and what I needed to focus on doing, and what the transitions taught me was that it wasn't my go, it wasn't my role to control you. It's not my job to, as a husband, control my wife, or your job to control me within the relationship. Um, I have to trust God with you, yeah, and and I have to trust that you will do your part and hold up your end of this marriage covenant. But it's not my job to be, again, your number one critic. It's not my job to be your God. Mm. That's never been my responsibility. So I have to step back and say, you know what? We're in agreement with one another that we're going to be friends for life. Mm. I'm your friend. And and my goal is to walk with you if at your best. Yeah. And at times is to walk with you when you're at your worst. In marriage, I have the privileged seat of being your friend that sees the best of you. And I also see the worst of you and God trust me as your spouse to walk with you in your moments of weakness mm-hmm. and to not expose you or to not condemn you or stone yeah. you. And so that means that it's not my responsibility to, to be your, your number one critic. I, I, I need to become your number one cheerleader. That being said, my focus is, has to be on developing my own leadership.
0: So I know some people would think, like, where do you start? Like, Mm -hmm. where do I start in building the leader within me? And I love what you said is the transitions taught you something. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you go through a transition or a change and you um, find yourself, like you were saying, being, trying to control situations mm-hmm. or if you find yourself being overly frustrated or overly emotional mm-hmm. uh, to where your emotional intelligence is just kind of wavering mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe you're, you find out either you're very critical. Mm-hmm. All of these things are simply pick one yeah, <laughs> and find a resource.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, go to counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, finding a mentor is it, the transitions mm-hmm. will teach you something. Yeah.
1: But it, it's, it's when you talked about finding, essentially finding the help that you need to develop health in a certain area that comes only on the heels of me recognizing yeah. that there is a weakness in some area of my life that needs to be developed Yeah. again. So it points back to leadership, right? If you aren't the healthiest version of yourself, then your marriage is missing one yes. of its leaders. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we're a team, we're, right?
0: That's half the staff.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, I think it's it's clear when we think of, uh, for instance, you know, you look at Michael Jordan and Pippin. And for all of Michael Jordan's greatness, he needed Scottie Pippin. Yeah. But I'll go even further. He needed B.J. Armstrong and John Paxson. Uh, 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 can, can, can you help the uh, people out? Who okay, don't. so that was the rest of the Bulls squad, right? <laughs> um, and, and so when you look at the Horace Grants of the world and all that, if one of them was doing really well, everybody else shared in their success. Yeah. But Jordan didn't win the championship by himself. So the team's success – was a shared dynamic. Yeah. In the same way, if Jordan got injured, then it would negatively affect all the rest of the team. So their problems were a shared dynamic. Right. So when we look at marriage, if you're going through something or if your leadership is failing, it's not just your problem. Mm-hmm. It's a shared problem that now affects the overall success of the home. Yep. So we we have to be, you know, we have to hone in on this stewardship that God has given us to say, you know what, Lord. Help me to become the best, healthiest version of myself, mm. regardless to where my spouse is. Yeah. Right? So my performance shouldn't fluctuate based on whether or not you're at your healthiest self. Don't hold yourself back because they're holding themselves back. 100%.
0: It's like, be a great leader. Yes. Because you want to be a great leader. Mm-hmm. You know, be a great dad because you want to be a great dad.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know,
0: not, not because, well, they're not doing anything. Yeah, we keep in score. Yeah, it's not about keeping score. Being being a great steward over what God has placed in your hands and in your heart.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and if we go back to that teamwork, team illustration, if... Jordan has a, a, you know, he's walking on a limp, but he's still out there on the court. It's the flu game, yeah. right? In the finals. <laughs> um, if that happens, then I need to step up my game yes. all the more. Yes. You know, I don't sit there and point out your injury and say, "Oh, you suck because mm-hmm. you're walking with a, you know, yeah. you're walking with a limp." You and know. We
0: get that all the time because <laughs> there are seasons where mm-hmm. one person in the marriage is a little weaker, yep, um, and the other person is strong, and then that stronger one is will complain yeah. sometimes because it feels unfair. It feels unfair, but isn't that the point? Uh, yeah. Again, there's only two staff members <laughs> in a marriage, <laughs> yeah. and someone's going to be sick. Yeah. Someone is going to drop the ball, yeah. and that's why you're there so that you can be strong enough to help carry the extra slack in yes. the meantime.
1: Yeah, and and one of the things that we realize within our relationship is that change is inevitable, but yeah. growth is growth optional. Yeah, growth if, if, if you want your marriage to succeed, There has to be a moment of awakening where you say, you know what? I am responsible for my growth as an individual, regardless to my external circumstances. You are not a victim. Yes. Okay. So when we talk about leadership in relationship, we're not speaking to victims here. We're speaking to a victorious people. Jesus Christ always causes us to triumph in all things. That's what the book says. The book says all things work together for the good of them who, you know, who, who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So when you look at your life, your life is a life of purpose. Mm -hmm. You have significance and meaning before God. And, and so regardless to how you feel right now, the truth is that everything that you need to get to the next level of your life, God has given it to you. You have everything you need in his kingdom and you have so many resources around you. A few minutes ago you said, you know, you seek help. You yeah. you know, you reach out. You you know, we have a lot of resources that are available to help you guys out to get to the next level, but to passively sit there and allow life to happen to Don't you stay in the bubble. and 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 yeah. yeah, and you find yourself being trapped in this cycle of just sameness, yeah. the cycle of mediocrity, no, break that cycle of yeah. mediocrity by saying, you know what? I'm going to be this leader that God called yeah. me to be.
0: Here's the thing. This is what I love about leadership development. So in the context of marriage and transition, mm-hmm. when you do go through a season of change, uncontrollable change, yeah. because you have been in the habit of building the leader within, When that transition comes, you are solid Mm -hmm. in discipline. Mm -hmm. You're solid in emotional health. You're solid in even maintaining your physical health, Mm -hmm. making sure that you are physically healthy. You're managing your stress well. You know, when you are a a good leader and you're a good steward Mm -hmm. and you've been doing well and, and building your... You know, communication skills right. and, and just all of that, whatever yeah, it is. Your,
1: your, your wellness and all that. Yeah. By
0: the time a transition comes, you're good.
1: Yeah. You're Be, sailing. You're, you're able to take control of it sooner. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important, right? You're already at a point of strength yeah. in your your overall health and wellness, which adjust. is really big. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: you can adjust to the change. And you can say, man, I don't like what I'm going through. But that's okay. Yeah. <sighs> you breathe real quick <laughs> I didn't know that's what you were doing <laughs> and then you get right back into the thick of that thing yeah. so when I look back at my life personally I remember there were these moments where I struggled to lead because in the past I had made some poor decisions that affected the family negatively and I was kicking myself you know and now I was afraid to make the next decision because I didn't want it to lead to a repeat of past pain. But a decision needed to be made. The one thing about life is it demands that you <laughs> respond to it. It's it's gonna move on make with or without it. You gotta make a decision. Do right? something. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I was paralyzed by fear in those moments and I I failed to lead. And what it, what it did was it raised, you know, conflict within you because yeah. she was like, uh, either you going to fix this. Yeah, we can't or... stand limbo too long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she was needing answers, and I found her push to get a response from me as irritating because in my mind I was like, I'm thinking – But my thinking had gone on long beyond a healthy level of that season. And so she needed a response from me. So one of the things that we want to encourage you guys in your communication time with one another, that if you need a moment to think, but you're actually actively thinking as a leader. Right. Right then you can give a time frame to say, hey, honey, let me think through this transition. Let me think about it. Let me process this. And you tell her, give me two weeks. Yeah. And then you guys come back together after two weeks and you have a discussion. Well, what that looked like for me was I just didn't say anything. <laughs> and you were in the middle of a transition. He
0: would check out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I wasn't, like, not thinking about it. I was literally trying to think of every angle possible so that I wouldn't make another mistake again. So I was being led by fear instead of walking by faith. I was not even consulting with you where I could have navigated through some of the scenarios and pathways that I was afraid to go down. But here's the thing. When you're paralyzed by fear, I was thinking that safe, was being better than sorry again. Right. I was thinking that safe was better than sorry again. And the issue with that was I had to face my fears. I had to make a decision. Yeah. And so God was allowing a circumstance to happen, to develop my leadership muscle and to get me past my past. Yeah. Right. And and I thank him now for his grace yeah. that he didn't allow me To be delivered out of the circumstance I was in without teaching me to overcome the fears that I had from past mistakes. So
0: now that you mentioned teaching and learning and all that good stuff, one of the things that I would suggest in building the leader within is journaling. I'm a big advocate for journaling, yes. right? But not just journaling my day and all of my emotions <laughs> and everything that went on. And one day of journaling is like five pages. Oh, no. I actually limit my journal entry to one page. One page. I only mention maybe one to two events. But at the end of that that document, I do two things. Mm-hmm. I list what is the lesson learned mm-hmm. and then well, what, what would I do, I do different. differently? Yep. And it's not just a journal of me kind of vomiting all of my emotions and venting. Yeah. But it's more so a focused journal entry, something that I can pass down to
1: our kids. Yeah, exactly.
0: But then also, if I'm going to go through this transition, yeah. I'm not trying to do it again.
1: I need to get something out of this.
0: So what? what's the lesson that I need to learn right now? Mm-hmm. And then what do I need to do differently?
1: Yes. Yeah. And here's what happens. When you look back over, you could go back once a week and you look back over the last seven days mm-hmm. of what was the lesson learned from this incident yep. and what would I do differently, Your are wise because of it. Yes. And what happens in marriage and in our own individual leadership is we haven't looked back over the last seasons oh, no. to learn the lesson that we could have got out yeah, of that you're situation. you're
0: supposed to read the journal entries again.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know, a storm could be a, a, a storm, a life transition. That storm can become a pencil of God that etches character into your soul. Oh. Okay. And you, so every season where you go through a transition, it could be writing something clearer, you know, uh, so it could, it could embed within your soul, something that says, you know what, here's who you are in the kingdom. And, and it was because of what you went through yeah. that all of a sudden you saw another dimension. I see,
0: it's rewriting something within your, your oh, DNA. 100%, yeah.
1: and not in a negative sense, mm-hmm. but in saying, you know, Gideon was hiding, mm-hmm. <laughs> and God was calling him to be a mighty man of valor, and he was like, but Lord, look at all the stuff we're going through, and he had all this self-doubt, but yeah. God was like... This is who I called you to be. Yeah, dude, I yeah. see you as mighty, and you're here hiding, right? And so God allows these circumstances to come to bring out in us a greater picture of who he's challenging us to be as leaders. And can you imagine in your marriage that you had healthy leaders, a healthy wife and a healthy husband, raising their kids, building a legacy, um, accomplishing their dreams, starting that business together, right? Um, Sharing their faith together, okay? Participating in their community together. Uh, on the school board, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the, you know, active all around them. That whatever those leaders' hands touch, yeah, it begins to prosper. That God is for you, and He's greater than anything that comes up against you. That even though you have these difficult, uncontrollable seasons of change. You're not losing your minds, right, because you guys are so rooted in your character and anchored in how you conduct yourself as an individual that you meet the challenges head on. And you have this mindset that says, you know what? I really can't control everything that's happening, but I can deal with myself. And I have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And one of the gifts that he gives us is self-control. And I love the fact that I can manage me even in seemingly unmanageable circumstances. And then by the time I breathe and taken my time and processed it with you, all of a sudden we begin to take back control over these unfavorable circumstances and the favor of the Lord kicks in and we're able to move forward. And that's what we want to see for each and every last one of you guys. And so you've been granted authority to take action in your home. And this was really big for us. We had to begin to dream bigger than where we were as we talked about in the last episode, where you see the big picture. Yeah. But then when your reality around you is telling you a different story <laughs> than what it is that you see in your current moment, you have to say, you know what? I'm not a victim. Yeah. And I refuse to sit here and sulk and whine because that's not adding anything of value. Yeah. So give yourself five minutes to whine and complain. Yep. Go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. Go ahead. Cry. Yep. Get it out. You know, Punch a pillow. Yep. you know, Do what you got to do. And then after you whine and complain... You need to get yourself up, dust yourself off. What do I have to do? And you say, do? you know what? We got to move. Yeah. We, we we can't stay here in this predicament. And I refuse to to be a victim of my circumstances, right? Because that change is nothing for my family. Um, and so at the end of the day, when I look back at our lives, I can say for me personally, because of my inactivity in times of change, I was voluntarily opting out of my own growth, Mm -hmm. and we struggled because of it. And I I hear so many women, and I'm not trying to pick on men, but I hear so many women who wish that their men would take initiative. Well, I think
0: it's spoken because... Like you said in one of our earlier episodes, you're the leader of the home. Yeah. And I know I found myself wanting to be a better leader when I see you becoming a better leader. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, I see the kids picking up a book that they would never Read yeah. or listen to a podcast that mm-hmm. they were never listened or to or
1: starting, you know, um, yeah. you know, starting starting an endeavor that we never thought yeah. that they would lead and all of so, a sudden yeah. But
0: it, it really does start with the leader of the home. And it's it's just so crazy how it's done. But when the man shifts, mm-hmm. the whole entire home shifts.
1: Oh, 100 yeah. percent And so uh, you know, we want to encourage all our guys out there, listen, do it with love, not as a bully, yeah, but as the lead servant of the home begin to say within yourself, you know what? We may be in a difficult season right now, but we can do this. We can overcome the circumstances that we're facing right now by faith. God is for us. He's more than the world against us. We will not be afraid of the terrors and the arrows that fly. We're going to hide under the shadow of the Almighty, and we're going to dream big, and we're going to come out of this. Little by little, one day at a time, one family tradition at a time, Mm -hmm. one prayer at a time, Mm -hmm. we're going to map this thing Mm -hmm. out, but we refuse to be victims. We're going to lead in this relationship until we get to the next level. Yeah. And so, if you guys have not picked up your copy of Marriage in Transition, head over to marriageintransition.com and make sure that you get your copy. I love the fact that it's on audio, audiobook. Yeah. And you and I, we actually did the narration for the audiobook. We
0: did, and it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: fun. And so, if you guys like this podcast, please make sure that you leave a review and share it with someone because we want to encourage as many couples as we possibly can. We really want to help help you guys navigate those seasons of uncontrollable change. We appreciate you all being with us on the journey. God bless you.